0: welcome back to the pathway to your results podcast I'm your host Derek grant mm, pardon me um, elderberry gummies again chewing on my vitamins but uh welcome back it's 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 um always a pleasure mm-hmm. always a pleasure we're wrapping up here season season two we got one more episode after this but um, and I'll explain more in the, in the next episode but I'm really excited about season three because this is where we're going to go deeper um, I think it's time to take this audience, for those of you who've been listening here for a while, to uh, take you down to the next level. But um, today's episode was something that I've just been contemplating and reflecting on here for a while. I think we all have, but uh, as of late, I've been having. It seems to be a theme. People keep keep asking me, and it keeps coming up, like, "What is the meaning of life? Um, what is the meaning of life?" But um, we're going to touch on that here in a minute. But I figured it was only time and, you know, I'm, I'm the type that I always I love to analyze everything from all perspectives. Right. And it's something, you know, whether it's current events, whether it's my own life, whether it's, you know, my kids life, no matter what it is, I'm constantly trying to figure out, like, OK, what's the deeper meaning? What's the deeper cause of this? And, you know, I think it's only relevant that we take take some time to touch on the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock incident. Um, and kind of explain and point out, because everything that happens, remember I told you on ep- on one of the episodes, season two, that nothing exists outside of you, so therefore everything is you. I can look at someone else's actions in someone else's life to teach me, to help me in my own individual life. So I just want to take a little bit of time to, to touch on this whole incident and what happened and why it happened and how this actually pertains to you. Um, if you were like me, you were probably a bit... Taken back. It was so brazen. It was so uncharacteristic. I say uncharacteristic. I put it in air quotes because we always talk about, oh, I can't believe he did that. Well, you don't know him. You only know him by what what what's portrayed in the media. You don't know what he does when he's at home and there's no cameras. We have no idea. That's the thing about celebrities. You really don't know them. You form your perception based on what they have allowed to be recorded, but you don't really know them to the core of who they are. But You know, we say it was uncharacteristic of Will Smith, but the thing that probably alarmed me was that, like, you know, he went up there and I mean, he smacked the crap out of him. I mean, to the point it was so, I thought it was fake at first, but he went up there and, you know, when he did it, you could see his face when he walked off of like that kid who knew he did something wrong. But he was going to be defiant. He wasn't going to be remorseful. Like his face, if you notice when he's walking towards the camera, you can see it's kind of like, oh, well, dang, I messed up. But, well, you know what? So what? I messed up. Everybody messed up. It was like one of those type faces. And then when he sat down and obviously he was yelling obscenities to Chris Rock, you could see then his face. You could see just that, I I call it that, that cringeworthy awkwardness where you know like, oh, this is real. This is really happening right now. Like, But here's what I saw. I'm going to tell you from my perspective, my own individual perspective, what I saw. I saw uh, a human being who was hurt, a fractured soul. I saw it. I could see it. I could tell. When he sat down and he was telling him to keep his wife's name out of his mouth, I could see, I could feel the energy behind it. And it was this little boy. Well, days later, um, I got a text message from a good buddy of mine. Um, and he, he's, he was like, I did a TikTok about why this happened, the real reason why he slapped him, that Will Smith had un, unhealed traumas. Well, a buddy of mine, Justin Costelli, sent, it, sent me a screenshot of the first chapter of Will Smith's book. And Will Smith talks about that his father had beaten his mom when he was nine years old, and he felt so much remorse because he could not stick up for his mother in that time. He didn't have the courage, so he felt like a coward. So it was like an aha moment. It was, of course, Chris Rock triggered his inner child. Chris Rock triggered the nine-year-old boy. That's what we saw. We saw the, the 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 50-year-old man's strength, the 50-year-old man's um bravado with the nine-year-old's consciousness. So we saw Chris Rock say something to Jada Pinkett Smith. He essentially was picking on Jada Pinkett Smith. He was essentially bullying her Jada was not standing up for herself. So now here's the nine-year-old boy's chance. Here's the nine-year-old boy's chance to rectify and to make right what he had gotten wrong for so many years for not sticking up for his mother. It was the masculine, toxic masculinity energy of Chris Rock, which was, the, was, you know, allegorically representing Will Smith's father. It was the, the passive feminine energy of Jada Pinkett Smith who was metaphorically representing will Smith's mother, and then we had will? we had this nine year old boy with this 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 brewing this this that had been laying in the depths of his soul in the in the shadows of his soul, and now it's triggered just like everyone else we have when we lash out when we react it's because this inner child is triggered. So this is why I tell you so many times on so many episodes, it's so vital that you do the work. And what I I say, when I say you got to do the work, you got to sit with yourself and figure out like, what is my inner child? Where are these depths of my soul that I feel insecure? I feel uh, less than, I feel fear. That is the child of you hiding in the corners. But what we do is we suppress it, we suppress it, we suppress it, and we never truly fully deal with it. And then when it comes out, it's going to rear its head in some ugly way. So this is all that we saw with Will Smith. I saw someone, and I'm, hear me when I say this, because people, a lot of people think when you give the cause of something, you think that you're condoning it. No, I'm not condoning his behavior. By no means should you ever slap another human being, no, no matter what they do. But the reality of it is, this was the cause of his actions. When you heal the cause, the effect can no, can no longer exist. I'm... I, Anybody knows Will Smith tell him to call me. I give give me I can I can help him for sure, but it's neither here nor there. Um so the point of it is heal heal yourself. No one's going to heal you for you. And I and I don't even know Will Smith. I really to be honest with you, I don't think this is going to put him in the on the path of healing. He's going to need someone who's going to step into his life and say, "Hey, what are you doing, bro? You just get it together and come from a place of a higher vibration of love and light." But anyway, Today's episode the meaning of life, right? The meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? What is it? What's the, what's the destination? What am I trying to get to? Um I'm going to go ahead and let you down softly. And I'm going to let this marinate after I say it, but there is no meaning of life. There's nothing. There's no there is no there's no meaning. There's no destination. There's no end point. There's no aha, yes, I did it. I know it. There isn't one. That's the meaning of life, is that there is not a meaning of life. And I know that's confusing for some of you, but let me explain why. When you understand that your true nature, what you actually are, you are um, essentially this emanating force that pervades through everything. Right? We call it God. You call it the universe, whatever you want to call it. This is what you are. You are it. It is you, right? All it wanted to do was, all it's doing is experiencing everything through each perspective that we would call the blade of grass, the bird, the tree, the human, whatever. Every being is it experiencing itself through that perspective. So all it wants to do is experience and express. That's it. it just it's, So this is why when we when you really take a look at your life, your life is just one long experience. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all life is. It's just an experience. That's it. We fractalize it and we segment it through like teenage years and you know childhood and you know uh, uh, my professional years. But it's just one long continuous journey that continues and keeps going. It's infinite. It just keeps going and it keep. It's a spiral. It just keeps spiraling up, 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 up. This is all life is. So life is just one big experience. So therefore, if it's just one big experience, your only responsibility was to be, was to experience. That's it. That's the meaning of life. A human being, being, is derived from the word be. Be means to exist. To exist is to experience. You are only here to exist. You are only here to experience. And I don't mean experience the quote unquote good times or the positive times, it's the whole the whole gambit, the whole thing, the whole charade. You're, you're here to experience. That's the only meaning of life. So when you have your bad days, you're experiencing it from that perspective, from that polarity. When you're having your good days, you're experiencing it from that, that perspective, that polarity. One is not better than the other because this force wants to see what it's like from both ends. And every every point in between. So the meaning of life is for you to just be and experience all facets of it. So when you have your tough days, when you're having your down moments, when you're having those moments where you, you ask yourself, like I did years ago, this can't be life. Are you kidding me? This sucks. What the? Even that, even that is part of the meaning of life. It just wants to know what that's like. Just like when you wear, we've talked about this. You wear a different outfit. You just want to see what it's like to wear a different outfit. That's why you don't wear the same outfit every day. You are the outfit. The blade of the grass is the outfit. Your friends are the outfit. The dog is the outfit. That this force, this energy, this presence, this being, this essence called God or for uh, universe or Allah, or Brahman, Creator, whatever whatever label you want to give it, it just wants to try on every single outfit. And you know when you wear those heels, when you put on that 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 um. Outfit that you have on when you wear that suit, you want to take in all of the experience of that day wearing that outfit. So this goes for the whole part of your life. This is it. This is all it is. I have a, you know I have some people that I work with sometimes, and they're 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 like, when will I get there? And I'm like, there is no there. There is no there. This is the illusion that the ego created. The ego because the ego is finite in your essence your being your spirit your consciousness is infinite it's it's simply thinking like there's a destination because once i get there then i'll be worthy and i'll be enough and this is it that's what the ego does there is no destination it's just one long spiral that keeps going for infinite 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 time there's no time just infinite it always has always will be the alpha and the omega right the beginning and the end there it just keeps going but the ego wanted you to make you think that there was a destination, there was a point, there was there was an uh, 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 an achievement, there was an accomplishment, there was an accolade we had to get to. That's one thing I found when you know people say, "Oh, well, you know, enlightenment." Enlightenment is not like, "Bing, bing, 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 bing." I'm enlightened. No, what I'm learning is enlightenment is a continuous journey. You'll never be enlightened. You will be on the path of experiencing enlightenment, but you'll never get to a point where you're like, "Aha, I'm enlightened." This is a dualistic <laughs> point of view. This is what the ego does. Remember, the D- ego lives in duality. So I started thinking about it like, we have like, look at the compass. We have east and we have west, right? Or we have north and we have south. If you start here, wherever you live, let's just say you live in LA and you start going west, okay? You start going toward Hawaii and, and you keep going, you just keep going and you keep going west and you keep going west and you keep going west. If you would have went east first, you would have gone towards Arizona, Las Vegas, right? But if you kept going west and you keep going, you're going to end up in Las Vegas. So how can going west put you in Las Vegas, but yet going east put you in Las Vegas? So that means there is no east and there is no west. It's just one continuous thing that we have assigned labels to so we can have a better understanding and, identi- and identi- sorry, identify the direction. But it's just one. So at what point are you more east? Sorry, at what point when you go east? west does it become east at what point when you go east does it become west it's just one it is just one when you turn the volume up on your tv at what point does it become loud when you have a temperature uh, uh, a a thermometer and the temperature is going up at what point does it become hot it's just less cold you see what i'm saying it's just everything is just one. This is this is the nature of the universe. This is why we call it a uni verse. Una means one. Verse means song. It's just one thing that's constantly unfolding, like a spiral going up. Right? If you look at your DNA, the double helix, it's a spiral. If you look at the sun when it's going through that, through the uh the solar system, we you know, we go around the sun, but what people don't realize is the sun has to go around something. The sun is spiraling going around uh, uh this galaxy. Everything is moving in this. this look at our, Look at atoms. Everything is, because we live in a fractalized holographic universe, the, the, the above will be like the below and the below will be like the above. So everything is just constantly spiraling and it's all one. So therefore, the meaning of life is not that there is one thing like, oh, there it is. I know the meaning of life. No, it's simply the experience to experience this thing, this existence that we call life. That's it. So when you have your rough day, tell yourself this. I needed this because this, too, was part of my journey. This, too, was part of my experience. It's just like when you ride a roller coaster. Sometimes you have the fun moments. Oh, my gosh, that fell. I put my arms up the air. It was great. And then sometimes you have the scary moment like, oh, my gosh, am I going to die? But when you get off the ride, you realize that all of it was just part of that ride of that roller coaster. This is what life is. Life is the same thing. So there is no meaning. Get it out of your head like, oh my gosh, I can get to this point. I got to get to that point. I got to have kids. I got to do this. No. All you had to do was simply be, exist, and experience this incarnation from your individual perspective that you're having right now. So one thing that has helped me over the last week and a half, two weeks, is I've really tried to embrace just everything. My schedule's gotten kind of hectic now that, you know, traveling again and, you know, kids activities and, you know, stuff I have to do, you know, and, and, you know, some you have some days where it's like, man, my body feels like it needs a little more rest than it got. But then I tell myself, even in today, I get to experience it from a new perspective. And I'm going to experience and see what it's like to go through this day, this moment in time and space from the perspective of being maybe less rested. I'm going to see what it's like. So what you're doing now is you're essentially you're establishing or you're, you're 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 looking at it as like from the perspective of the observer. Because that's all you really were anyway. You were simply observing, just like when you put your outfit on. When you put on your clothes, you know you're not your clothes. You're observing and experiencing the clothes. So this is the same for your your individual life. Take a step back. We did this. We talked about this in episode. I forgot which it was, but we talked about zooming out. You're just here to. You're just here to see what it's like. That's it. You're here to see what it's like. You got tax problems. You got bills due. You got all this stuff going on. All this quote unquote negative. You're just here to see what it was like. That's it. What is it like? So when you adopt this this perspective, now you're not coming from a lower vibration. Now you're not. Now it's not working against you. You're coming from a place of neutrality. So now, like I say, you can ask the question, what is this teaching me? Simply observe your life. You're the observer of your life. That's what you are. You're the observer of your life. And I'm not, well, season three, we will dive into this, how your consciousness is actually non-local, that it's actually not inside of your body, that it's actually probably about two to three feet above your body. And your awareness is of your body, but you're not actually, no, your, your consciousness is non-local, meaning your consciousness, your awareness can go anywhere. That's why you know I'm starting to see this happened to me back in July where I started to feel like, like I'm not in my body, like I'm observing. Yeah, it's because I was becoming aware of my consciousness. I just had somebody tell me this the other day. Your consciousness is not inside your body. That's like I said. That's for season three, though. My point of the whole thing today is, like, take a take a take an inventory of your life and see where you thought the things that you thought really truly mattered. Where you attached yourself to things. This is the, the whole point of it. The Buddha uh, did a phenomenal job. Jesus did a phenomenal job. teachers did an amazing job of teaching us. You were, so, you, were, you were meant to live life in detachment. You were never supposed to be attached to anything because when you're attached to something, this was the finite version of you. This was the egoic part of you thinking that there was actually a destination. There was no destination. The infinite part of you, however, knew that there was no need to attach to anything because everything was just a part of the whole. It was part of the whole experience. So it was detached. They simply enjoyed and observed and experienced every situation. So living your life in detachment is key because on a whole another level, and I know you guys are like this because we all love to manifest, you're going to manifest only from a detached state of being. You will never manifest that which you desire from a place of attachment. It will be from detachment. So the long and the short, stop looking for this destinational meaning of life. Stop thinking, oh, once I get here, then I'll have that. Stop thinking, oh, once I accomplish this, then I'll be this. No. Instead, look at it from the perspective and say, wow, so this is what it's like being this. So this is what it's like doing this. Oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. I had no idea. Wow. Look how this bothers me. I've always wondered, wow, I who knew? Who knew? Right? You're taking the, the, the perspective of the eagle. Now you're seeing everything. Because here's what's going to happen. Here's what happens to a lot of us. Remember I told you back in a couple episodes back, we talked about the turtle, the giraffe, and the eagle. All right? The turtle, giraffe, and the eagle. The three-dimensional, four-dimensional, fifth-dimensional consciousness. Three-dimensional egoic duality, right? Only sees good and bad, right and wrong, right? The giraffe, the turtle, the 4D kind of sees right and wrong, good and bad. Still things, still sees things from a dualistic point of view, but yet it has an elevated perspective to be able to see things like, okay, there's hope. And the eagle doesn't see as good or bad. Everything is just neutral. It sees everything for what it is, how it is. The world is 3D. The world is what sucks you back in. The world is what makes you think that things are are what they really aren't. This is where you have my, my my good my good friend Mr. Infinity right, Derek Williams. He, he he told me last week when I went to go visit him. He said, "Man, look, you can't let the 3D world suck you back in. You're a 5D being. Your consciousness naturally is five dimensional. Meaning, you're naturally an eagle. You get sucked into this 3D world by the five senses, though. You get sucked in through the pleasures and the pain of your senses of your body." That's why you think that you are actually your body, because the senses, this is where you give your awareness. When you understand that you are non-local consciousness, that is purely love, peace, joy, kindness, curiosity, wonderment, these are your natural attributes, you now cannot develop attachment to things to give you that feeling. It's the only reason why we do it. It's like the mimic. It's like the parrot. I want the car. I want the house because it's going to make me feel happy. It's going to make me feel bullshit. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's why when you that's that's why some of the richest people in the world actually are the most miserable. They're the most miserable. The more money you have, the more miserable you'll be. Not always, obviously not, but most of the time, it's because you think your money is what's going to give you happiness. No, nah, money ain't gonna give you happiness. It can't. It can't. You had already no money will give you happiness, but you're not really seeking happiness. You want joy. Happiness is of things outside of you. Joy is of of inside. And when you have joy, you don't need anything. You don't need anything. I don't need friends. I don't need uh, uh, material things. I don't need any of that. But also, too, of finding the balance of knowing that you are living a three-dimensional existence. So you also have to find the balance of being a human. You can't just be a being, go off by yourself, and live off in the woods, and not talk to anybody, and grow a beard, and become a monk. And now you're, you've you renounced yourself from the world. No, you got to also find the balance of being a human, too. The yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine, the harmony of life, the harmony of nature is being in balance. Part of that balance is recognizing that I'm here just to experience. That's it. So in your journey, in your experience that we have aptly named life, try this. Try observing your life. Like that movie, The Truman Show. It's funny. They they were actually telling you the truth. Simply watch your life. Simply observe it. And by observing it, you can experience it now. What is it like? Wow! Look at my children. Look at them. I do this all the time. I'll just take us. just stop and just literally look. I just took my kids to the bus this morning, and I'm walking back. And it looks like to someone, you know, I'm just walking, walking the dog back to the house. No, I'm not walking the dog. I'm sitting here looking at it. And think, wow! Look at this tree. Look at this. Look at all this. Look at this experience right now. Look at this. It's like a movie. I'm sitting here watching this movie that we call my life. It's freaking amazing. Look at it. It's not because I I became the observer. Now I've developed detachment from it because I know I'm not it. I'm simply observing it. And this is why I'll manifest and create everything in my life to the life that I desire at will. You can do the same. I am no more special than you. Every man was created equal. Every woman was created equal. We all have the ability. Through contemplation, through reflection, this is how you figure out and see what you truly are and all that you are. You are just simply here to enjoy this experience from every perspective in every situation. That's it. This is the meaning of life. I'm sorry if I let you down. I'm sorry if I disappointed you, but you can thank me later. When you fully understand, here's what I'm doing. As with everything, I'm not speaking from the intellect. I'm not speaking this because I understand it. No, no, no. I'm speaking it because I have experienced it. I'm coming from a place of experience. This is what the beauty of life is. You will not, people ask me, I think I may have talked, I might have talked about this before, but we talked about like belief. I I don't believe anything. I believe nothing. I don't believe anything anymore. I have no beliefs. Zero. Zero. Well, how can you have no beliefs? You don't, because I can only experience. It's a, it's to exist is to experience. So therefore, why would I believe something? Why would I believe something? That means I haven't experienced it yet. I'm going off of someone else's account. That's not life. So every belief that you have, take a step back. I know this sounds radical. It sounds crazy. But if you have beliefs, that means you haven't experienced it. You haven't. And if you haven't experienced it, it can't be truth. Truth is subjective. It's not objective. It is subjective. This is why why we fight. This is why we start wars. Because one one side feels this way. The other side feels this way. Because they're both experiencing it from a different perspective. So therefore, that's their truth. So they will literally go to war and kill you over their truth. When you understand this, when you understand this, that your life is actually just subjective, it's your game, it's your movie, it's your script, it's your show, it's yours. When you have beliefs, you're taking on someone else's show and making it yours. So when I say I have no beliefs, I simply only have experiences. Those are my truths. My truth. Someone asked me, is the world flat or is it round? What do you think? I said, I don't, I have no opinion on it. I don't know. I've been told that it was round. I've heard that it was flat. I won't know until I have the ability or opportunity to go up into space and see for myself. Until then, I will keep my mind open and take on all perspectives. But I don't have a belief on it because I have not yet experienced it. I don't know. You guys probably think I'm crazy, which is fine too. That's your individual perspective. But when you understand and grasp and pick up what I'm letting that what I'm what I'm dropping off. You'll see what I mean. You'll see that there was never really a meaning to life. It was just meant for you to have and enjoy, sorry, not have, to experience this existence. Until next time, I just want to wish you all the best along this journey, along this spiral and continuum in space of time space and time and Continue to learn you, continue to understand you, continue to heal your your traumas, continue to reflect, continue to contemplate why you are the way you are and continue to better understand yourself because once you master yourself, you'll master everything because everything was yourself. I just want to thank you again for joining me on the Pathway to Your Results podcast.